You're listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast. Accelerate your mindset, collaboration and performance by developing limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams and organizations. Now, over to your host, Renee Jerusso. Hi, and welcome to the Limitless Leaders Podcast. We're well on our way into 2023. And today I just wanted to bring you a solo show um, where I really want to discuss the importance of coaching and feedback in your business or organization. Recent um, employment hero statistics are showing that there's been a 14.9% less turnover in companies that are providing regular feedback and coaching. And they're finding that their staff are three times more engaged when there's regular feedback, um, opposed to having feedback sort of, you know, once or twice a year. I started my corporate life in my early 20s and I was taught to coach and I had a coach then. So that's a few decades ago and it's something I'm so passionate about. So for those of you, you know, listening or watching, I really want to ask you, you know, if you're not coaching, if not now, when? So what is coaching? Coaching to me, simply delegating thinking. And if you think of learning to drive a car, you know, whenever that may have been for you, coaching is a bit like if you've got the driving instructor in the passenger seat and he or she is saying to you, when I learned to drive, this is what I did. That's more mentoring, more telling and advising. Coaching would be if the driving instructor said to you, you're going up a hill, what gear do you need to be in? What coaching does, and you can coach yourself, and that's the great thing about it, is it helps empower us to think for ourselves. It gives more time back to you if you're a leader, because if you're asking questions of your team, they're finding their solutions and they'll tend, I suppose, not to come to you for everything. Really important. Um, and that helps you as a leader to really focus on the things that matter. So, you know, there's a lot of global studies about coaching, but, you know, it's proven that coaching can have an increase of 70% for overall performance in a business, 51% with team effectiveness, um, and a big one is a 72% of people that are being coached regularly um, have improvement on their communication skills. And as you know, and those that have worked with me or follow me, wherever you are in the world, um, communication to me is the answer to everything. People don't leave a business because of a personality clash. If you go a bit deeper and unwrap that, they leave because there's a communication breakdown. So coaching and regular feedback allows us, you know, to know what we're doing well, know what we need to change and really look at those opportunity gaps. As a leader, when you're coaching, it'll help you to get to know your team even better at a deeper level. Um, so there's no surprises and you can catch people out doing things really, really well. So um, I guess I'd love to just give you a few tips today on coaching and feedback. First of all, I love, and it's a pretty old sort of saying, but the Anthony Robbins um, 
uh, adage around, you know, there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. So don't wait till the end of a quarter or the end of a month or the end of the week to celebrate wins. Bring that in every day. What's working and more so, how did you achieve that? And that way it reinforces that behavior with that person. And if you do this in a team environment, even better, people can share best practice. And I guess that can be replicated um, across the business. So feedback is simply um, asking people how they went at a particular thing and asking what they did well or maybe what they could have changed or done differently and then providing additional feedback as well. Coaching is a great platform to do this and the organisations I work with that have this uh, coaching or what I call a uh, coach-centric uh, culture will have best practice of a one-on-one -on -one with each person, each of their directs every month. We're working in a new world. We're leading in a new world. You know, there's, there's the hybrid workforce in play. There's market challenges here, there and everywhere. I know in Australia, there's massive inflation across everything that's putting a lot of pressure on businesses. And what I'm seeing is there's a lot of leaders and businesses that are just focusing on the bottom line. And I understand that I'm a business owner, but at the end of the day, it's people before process, before progress. If you develop and truly give your time to the people around you and yourself to look at your opportunities and gaps, the rest will come. And it's so important to have a think about, you know, when you're doing something or you've presented or you, you've done anything in your business, how are you getting feedback on that? And, you know, a lot of clients use a very simple model, which is what did I do well? What could I change or do differently? And then asking people around them the same question. So they're getting feedback outside of themselves and this helps build awareness i'm a big believer yesterday the past is a graveyard we can learn from it the future we don't know if it even exists we don't know we're going to be here or not all we have is now so i think coaching can help us be present um, and if you're a leader in an organization and you want to be what i call a limitless leader where you constantly learn unlearn and relearn to bring, to bring the best out in yourself and people, then bring coaching in. So you're probably wondering, where do I start? How do I do that? A really quick barometer is, are you a teller or an asker? Are you always giving solutions to your peers, to your team, to your manager? Or do you ask questions back to really see where they're at, to see what input that they can contribute? So that's something, coaching is simply asking questions. In RG Dynamics, my business, we do group coaching. We do a lot of that via Zoom. And I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching with middle to senior leaders and business owners. And it is a journey, but it's just creating a space where you can provide a framework of questions to get the best out of other people to empower them. So I guess the first thing to do to coach, because it's not easy, we want to help others. Um, I remember in many leadership roles, if people came to me with a question, it was quicker and easier to give the answer. I get it. 
But the consequence of that is you are driving a behavior where those people will be coming to you all the time. Um, and you can't lead and you can't grow yourself and others. Um, and you're not empowering that person to think for themselves. So the first step is to really let go of needing to add value. Really, really important. By letting go, you're going to empower others, as I've mentioned. So have a think about what you're, you're controlling or holding on to that maybe you can let go and give to somebody else. And when they come to you wanting an answer, always check in on, you know, what have they done to discover a solution and get them to go away and think about it before you just jump in and give the answer. When people come up with their own solutions, and I know this personally, we buy into them and we're more committed. People own what they co-create. So really important. You know, I don't believe you can empower others directly. What I do believe is you can create the space for empowerment and for people to take ownership for themselves. So that's the first one. Let go of the need of adding value and ask more questions. The second um, sort of strategy that works really well is understand and maximize team strengths. So find out what people are good at. Now you can assume this, but ask them, what are you good at that you actually enjoy? Too many people do what they're good at, but they don't enjoy it. And what's the ramification of that? People get a bit lackluster, demotivated, and they get caught up on a treadmill. So if Mary loves reporting and figures and John doesn't, maybe say to John, can you help Mary with the, with the weekly report or whatever it is? That way there's this peer sort of coaching happening Mary will love sharing what she loves doing. That's a natural part of human nature. And John will be learning something new and, and maybe identifying the gap he has in that area. So um, a lot of teams we work with and, you know, a, a lot of leaders that I, that I coach, I just say, get your team together as a group and ask them to come up with three things they're good at that they enjoy. And make sure you have that, you tally that somewhere and then tap into that when you're delegating. So delegate to people's strengths. And also it's going to bring up the diversity of the group and the collective to, you know, raise performance as one group. So there's a lot I can go into here. I've been coaching professionally for 17 years, but I think at the end of the day, when we know what's going on with people and we understand people at a deep level, you're going to have rapport and rapport equals influence and connection. People will feel valued. Um, people will feel on purpose and part of something bigger. People don't buy into change if there's nothing in it for them. So by having deeper and more meaningful relationships with your team, even your customer, what you're actually doing is building a platform to accelerate this, um, which is really, really important. So if you're looking just to have even a, you know, really quick coaching session with somebody, what I'd suggest doing is just creating some time. Don't make it about you and make it about them. 
So just say to them, what's something you'd like to discuss or focus on when we catch up for an hour once a month? And they will come in with something and then ask them, you know, just questions. Why is that important? Why is that challenging? What's the opportunity with that? Um, have you done that before? What else could you do? Let them come up with options. And then you can add to that and then have a plan to monitor and drive that moving forward. We introduced with into a lot of clients quite a few years ago now stay interviews. And what I mean by that is there's exit interviews. We all know those when everything's a bit too late and they do have a place. But what about catching up with people around you, even in your team, to talk about, you know, why are you staying? What's driving you to stay? What's your purpose here? What do you need more of? What do you need less of? So that you won't get any surprises. Only a few weeks ago or just before Christmas, I had um, a client conduct a stay interview and they do them, they do them every quarter with each person in their team, half an hour. There's a list of questions. Um, and if you're interested in these questions, you can go to renegeruso.com and go to blogs, free resources, and just Google, just search stay interviews and all the questions are there that I'm happy for you to use. What happened? She actually interviewed one of her sort of star performers, seemed really motivated. He's, he was performing and achieving everything and went through the questions. What's keeping you here? What do you want more of, less of, all of that sort of thing? And he said, nothing's keeping me here. I wanted to talk to you. And she was a bit taken aback and said, wow, but you're going so well. He said, I don't feel I'm getting ABC. I don't feel I'm getting enough recognition. I don't feel I'm challenged enough. So that leader was able to bring in um, some strategies and um, I guess some tasks to, you know, really, really help him look at, you know, just double check and he's ended up staying in the business. So I'm not saying that happens all the time, but coaching is just simply being present with high integrity for the other person and asking them questions and challenging them a bit around something they want um, resolution on. So have a think about, you know, if you're a small business, I get small businesses go, but I've only got five people. Doesn't matter if you've got one person. Just allocate some time to just get them to come with a focus um, focus area. And like I said, go to our resource pages on reneegeruso.com. There's lots of articles and practical tools to help you coach. We also run, obviously, coaching programs to help you really build this skill. And I'd love to hear how you go. So provide regular feedback individually and as a team. And bring in a practice of coaching, even if you're flat out half an hour, once a month, one-on-one. -on -one. I've noticed through the pandemic, there was a lot of, obviously, and there still is a lot of virtual um, conversations going on. And a lot of leaders have felt this real need to reach out and make sure everyone's connected, which I understand and I agree with. But one-on-ones I have seen go to the wayside. And, you know, coaching's, Coaching's not something that's come out of COVID. Coaching's been around since sports psychology and that's where it comes from. 
Um, and building this muscle is so important. Coaching yourself, coaching others, and as a leader, coaching is a non-negotiable um, skill and behavior that you need to bring in. So I'd love to hear what, what resonated for you. And I'm excited to let you know that on the 3rd of March, I'm actually running um, a public retreat limited to 12 people where we're going to cook, connect and re-energize. And um, we also have on the 21st of March, our one day Limitless Leaders program to bring companies like mining companies together face-to-face -to -face in Melbourne and coaching will be a big chunk of this day where we'll really hone in on that skill. You'll get skills, practice and feedback. And 27th of April, we've got our public emotional intelligence masterclass where you'll get profiled on the ECR tool that looks at your top 10 competencies of emotional intelligence. And these all feed in to really building that coaching mindset. Wherever you are listening or watching this, yeah, I thank, thank you for following us and all the feedback we get. As always, if you've got a guest that you'd, or you may be that person that you'd love to be interviewed on our show, um, we, we, we do quite a few, most of our podcast episodes are interviews with a few of these solo shows um, speckled in um, where I hone in on what I'm seeing out in the workforce. So love to hear from you and thank you for listening to the Limitless Leaders podcast. You've been listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast, leading from the inside out to develop limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams, and organizations. To find out how you can accelerate your mindset, your communication, collaboration, and connection to become a limitless leader, sign up for our Limitless Leaders Podcast series at www.renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. That's renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. 